everybody, it's your girl Goddess J, and today I want to talk about uh, the importance of meditation. I find meditation to be newly popularized, yet still very misunderstood, and being as I was one of the many people who misunderstood meditation, I wanted to kind of break it down to the best of my ability. So meditation, to my understanding, is a moment of quieting the mind. Like I've said in previous podcasts, I did, I was raised Seventh-day Adventist, and within my family, I don't know about everybody else's, but meditation was seen as something almost sinful, and that type of stupidity does not help us as individuals, does not help us as Christians, does not help us as, as people who need to interact with other people. The art of stilling your mind is almost synonymous with prayer. As a matter of fact, meditation is a form of prayer. And it hurts me to know that I was, I had chosen such a misguided interpretation of something that is so remarkably powerful. Meditation is very difficult, uh, please do not misunderstand, to really set the pace. But once you've gotten to that point, meditation is the most beneficial tool that I have found myself using in day-to-day life. There's so many different ways of meditation. There's Vedic ways of meditation, and that comes from the Vedas, so that is very Hindu. Uh, There's Buddhist ways of meditation, very similar to the the Vedic ways. Um, It's just that the rituals belonging to the meditations are a little bit different. In Christianity, we call it prayer, but there's still rituals, there's still beliefs that goes behind it. Muslims also pray, and that is a form of meditation, and the repetition of how much they pray is a testament, in my opinion, to just how amazing uh, it is. I never understood, like I grew up around a lot of Muslim and Hindu groups when I was going to school in Scarborough, and it didn't make a lot of sense to me, their religion. And I never actually took the time to really sit down and understand it because it was taught to me as blasphemy or witchcraft or something that God did not want me a part of. And I did grow up with a very, very uh, Christian mentality. I maintained that and I was very accepting of the information that was given to me without personally fact-checking. And now that I have done a little bit more research into a lot of the things that I was told were acceptable or wrong. Uh, I've had to do a lot of thinking for myself and that required a lot of introspection and a lot of growing up. One thing that I found was the importance of meditation. Quieting the mind is a very underrated facet of our society. We're constantly on the go, we're constantly trying to move, and we're not actually taking the time to reflect on self. Meditation is a huge part of keeping your body healthy because it allows you to check in with you. Which, for a lot of people that doesn't, if you haven't experienced it, doesn't make a difference. But once you've experienced it, you are able to then take stock, better stock of your days and make proper usage for them. A lot of us are rushing and bustling in busy cities or communities and we do not take time to relax, we do not take time to decompress, we do not take time 
to release the burdens of our everyday life. And we honestly should not live our lives that way. We sleep for a reason, but sleep is not the only way of getting rest. Meditation, prayer, whichever one you would prefer, and I'm going to go with meditation. Um, I prefer to call, I, I rather, I mean, is a way for you to decompress a lot of the stress and a lot of the weariness of living a current 21st century life, especially here in the Western Hemisphere. Meditating isn't difficult uh, once you've gotten past that beginning stage. And in the beginning stage, the reason it's difficult is because most of us are not familiar with quieting our mind and with all of the many distractions, are not able to do so easily or what we would think as effectively. And also because, at least when I was going into meditation, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I personally had heard one of the pastors talk about in Buddhist prayers, uh, some of the monks, depending on where you go, they sit down and they remove, they have a bowl of rice and one by one they move the rice grain with chopsticks and place it into an empty bowl. And with each rice it was explained during the sermon that they would be giving thanks. So when I first started to meditate, uh, I made myself visualize being in a temple. My visualization skills aren't the best, so the best that I got to was a little waterfall and the backdrop was red and it was lined in gold and I was sitting and I, I was a full monk, so I was sitting, I, I was aware that I didn't have any hair on my head, I was wearing um, a robe, I'm sitting with uh, two bowls in front of me, one is filled with rice and one is empty. And I would, in my visualization exercise, pick up a grain of rice, look at it, imagine something that I am grateful for inscribed on the rice. Uh, and that I kind of got from, I had gotten a, a necklace with my name written down uh, on it, it writes grain with my name on it. And it was so cool to me to see, and I would love to see uh, the many, I was going to say business people, uh, <laughs> but those who sell that particular I guess tourist item because I was abroad and I had first seen it uh, and it was something to attract attention for tourists but the first time that I had seen it it impacted me in such a great way like I loved the idea of it I had never seen anything of the sort done I didn't even think didn't even cross my mind that was possible so that really stuck with me and I think that meditation gets easier when you find something to stick with you that you can use. Visualization does not work for everybody. Not everybody can visualize. As I got older, um, also with the constant influx of THC in my system, the way that I interpret information doesn't yet allow me a visualization as it does some. And there's also people who can't even make sense of abstract things, so meditation would be a learning process for them as well. But once you get to something, or once you find something that you can visualize 
even just for brief, brief flickers in your mind, and you can begin fixating on it, you can start a daily practice. Um, for me, I, I started pretty... Well, technically, it was a really long time for starting meditation. I started off at 10 minutes. And now that I have been meditating for the last few years, I think it's been four or five. Hold on. It's been five years. Um, I have found many different ways of meditating and on the journey, I wasn't always able to reach that 10-minute uh, mark. Being able to reach that 10-minute mark, what it did for me is it helped me relax. It helped me learn how to pray. And that comes with meditation. With learning about meditation, with learning about the things that take place when you are meditating, you also want to know eventually what is the right way and by right way I don't necessarily mean that there's a specific way and form that you have to do it but there is a, a particular event that can take place based on how you meditate meditation is about freeing the mind by silencing Something that I was very grateful for was I was taught the importance of understanding freedom. I learned it first in school and it didn't make sense. And I think I took it home and I had asked my dad abstractly about it. And he explained the difference to me between anarchy and freedom. Freedom is living with order. Freedom is restriction. Anarchy is complete chaos it's hard to actually achieve a level of anarchy uh, because naturally as human beings we prefer order and orderliness we prefer lawfulness and that to me shows a huge importance in understanding the difference with everything so very thing we always say uh within the esoteric community we always emphasize the need for balance meditation is no different so in learning the ways of meditation there is one that is anarchy and you can honestly do whatever you would like but it will not fulfill the same needs as a meditation with a guided preface that would help narrow down the objectives that you are trying to attain. And when we learn how to do so in the various methods of meditation, we find that prayer is so much easier and it's so much that you would understand your God personally. I'm going to go ahead and get into this in a few more episodes 
because I think uh, meditation is super important. And I learned how to meditate first with guided meditation. Well, first with the visualization, sorry, and then with guided meditation. And it became a really easy, adaptable situation for me because I had spent so much time in prayer. And when I was saying that prayer is synonymous with meditation, you're essentially doing the exact same thing, except for now you're no longer talking. In prayer, we focus a lot on what we want to say. In meditation, we focus a lot on listening to that small, still voice. Some people call that voice God. Some people call that voice introspection. Uh, we have some psychologists that still refer to it as a superego. All of these things are, are synonymous across the board. And in understanding how to transfer one to another when it comes down to the steps, you will find that there is so much beauty and knowledge and wisdom and profound feeling once you learn how you meditate. We are egocentric as a nation. We spend a lot more time talking than we do listening. And because of that, we have a hard time hearing God when she is speaking to us. And oftentimes we think that it's fine, and oftentimes it can be, but it's also a very, very dangerous slope the further we get from God, it seems. So thank you guys for your time. Once again, this is Guys Jay, and I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Stay blessed.